we all want to be happier. But how do we get there? First, we start by realizing happiness is not a destination. Being happy consists of micro action steps every single day. I'm your host, Brittany King, and I'm here to guide you along the way. Welcome back to the Positively Real Podcast, y'all. I'm your host, Brittany King, and I have wonderful Miss Katie Zeman, Astro Mama, back on the show because I'm a very like tangible person, but I'm also very intangible. And I like to look at the intangible to explain what's going on in the tangible world, if you know what I'm saying. So with everything that happened on last week, how things unfolded. I'm like, let's go to the cosmos. What's going on in our universe to explain what the energy is like going on on our planet. So what better than to bring on my astro mama, Katie? Yes. Thank you for having me. I'm always so happy to be here um, to converse with you. And of course, talk everything astrology, because it's just like you can you can look at the astrology and it can explain so much about the events taking place on our planet. And then it, it provides that sense of like comfort, even when it's very uncomfortable experiences that, OK, like we're working through some energy and like different archetypes. And this kind of gives us this like sense that things are moving and changing like pretty much how they should be. Right. So even if it's like chaotic and there's upheaval, it's like, okay, but like, this is part of our evolution, you know? And so it it provides a sense of comfort. I agree with that. I think because there is so much discomfort and like, that's a part of it, like changing and growing is just, it's uncomfortable. So finding that there's comfort of like, this is what should be happening. Cause it's happening. Like there's no other way to, um, around it. It's like, what's happening is happening. And it's just deciding how like you want to experience it in your own life. And I think that astrology really kind of helps, um, bring the intangible and the tangible together. So I, I want to touch on a couple different things in this astro update. Um, first let's talk about what happened last Tuesday at the Capitol and what, was going on with our planets or leading up to that um, during this time? Yeah. So um, Mars, the planet of like our drive and will, and it's also like the planet of like aggression and anger and conflict. It was changing signs on that day. Okay. So it's been in Aries for a while and it was changing into Taurus, but it was on the last degree of Aries. And so the last degree of any sign is like the most potent and most intense. And it's like the accumulation of all of that energy. And so it's so funny. Well, it's not funny that that happened. Absolutely. In no way. But it's funny that astrologers were like, man, Air, uh, Mars couldn't leave Aries without any drama because like Aries is so aggressive and combative, you know, especially with its ruler Mars in that sign. So um, yeah, a lot of astrologers attribute that to that energy, just that um, like intensity, like self-righteousness, like I'm going to fight for this. And um, but I mean, there's many component components to it. We have um We have Mars that went into Taurus, like leading in that evening of that day where it happened in the capital. And it's, it's inching closer to Uranus. Okay. And like with Mars coming to Uranus, it's like that aggression towards like a revolution. And you even heard some of the 
protesters. I remember hearing this woman who was like, we stormed it because it's the revolution. And so it's like, it's that mentality, right? It's like, we're fighting for our values and this is the revolution. And you know, that, that Uranus energy that Mars is like getting inching closer to is very, um, much creating upheaval conflict. It's, it kind of puts people in the sense of like survival. So people are afraid like Taurus, Mars and Taurus is like, I'm going to fight for my survival. I'm driven by my survival. And I think when people are so threatened by change and Taurus is a sign that does not like change. It's very comfortable in what it knows and how it's been. And then you have Uranus in there and Uranus is like, breaking free, like changing things up, you know, it's all about inviting sudden unexpected changes. And so it's this, this energy that's kind of clashing and it's, it's like, okay, there's change happening, but it's putting people in these, like, really like I'm scared for what's to happen, you know? So we're seeing these people storm the capital who are absolutely afraid of what this new democratic party is going to, um, you know, what it's going to look like for them. And, you know, and of course they're being encouraged to do so, you know, and fed a narrative that they have the right to do so. So, um, yeah, it's, it's really interesting, but that event is really just the beginning of what I think we're going to experience for the rest of 2021. And I hate to say that. And like, as an astrologer, I see some astrologers like predict certain events like this and this is going to happen. And you can't really do that. You can just read the energy of what we're going to be working with, you know, and understand that energy and really be open to the unexpected because that's what this year is, has entailed for us. Well, I think, I mean, there's a, there's so many things that I want to circle back to it, The survival is very interesting because I've been talking to my sister a lot about this. Like this is like everyone's trauma response. And that change is like really like bringing that to light and it's on, you know, all these different ends of the spectrum. But I do think like, you know, you did mention that this is just the beginning. I mean, yeah, we made it six days into the year of 2021 before like things just became crazy again. So what I was saying before we even hit record was like, you know, 2020 happened and it was giving us the foundation to, and the resilience to take on whatever next, like whatever happens in 2021, 2020 was the year that like built that resilience and that like, whatever it is, it's coming. We can handle because we took the steps in the previous year. That's kind of like my take on it. Um, but I'm, I'm very curious about like, you know, I know some astrologers are predicting different events and you can't really do that. And it's more focusing like on the energy that it's being, it's creating, but what, tell me a little bit more about like what you foresee for the rest of 2021. Yeah. Well, and and to kind of go back to that day of the Capitol, um, we, one thing I forgot to mention was Mercury was in Capricorn and it was conjunct Pluto. And that was like the day it was, it was exactly conjunct the day before the people voted. And then it's still in a tight conjunction afterwards. And that pretty much was like that, that Mercury can kind of represent like communications, um, exchanging of information. I mean, it can even govern like voting in that sense. And so it was like that Pluto, which you, the U S is having its Pluto return. Um, and it will be in, in, um, 
and we will continue the Pluto return for four more years. So we have like four more years of breaking down this old paradigm that was built on the patriarchy that's really conservative, um, capitalistic. Like these are kind of all those Capricorn themes. And so when we had Mercury there conjunct um, Pluto, it was like that's when the Senate flipped. And that's when you saw like a huge change, right? It was like the beginning of this transformation. So that's also one, you know, um, astrological configuration that I just wanted to bring up is in terms of those events and how that kind of took place. But to go on, we have a Saturn square Uranus, and this happens several times throughout 2021. Okay. So when I say that, I'll break down what that means. Like we have a square. Okay. A square in astrology means that there's conflict and tension between planets. It creates crisis or a struggle. So it can create frustration, disruption, and inhibitions. So Saturn, this planet is like the Lord of the material world, right? He rules time and endings. Um, It's very strict and limiting and about structure. Um, It governs karma, closures, lessons. Um, And then it's, it's squaring Uranus, which Uranus is like, the revolution, the rebellion, sudden changes, unexpected events, surprises, upheavals, breakdowns. It's like Saturn is very much about like the conservative paradigm and Uranus is like, nope, breaking out of that. And it's erratic, you know? So, so with that, like, we're going to have a lot of this tension where we have to learn to kind of be flexible, you know, like I said, expect the unexpected. And we're going to see a lot of people resisting change. Um, trying to uh, preserve what has been um, acting on these like fight or flight instincts. Um, There's be a lot of like stubborn um, like, yeah, just people really stuck and stubborn and like when how things have been and like their beliefs, you know? Um, and there's so many things leading to that. Like we have the South node in Saturn or not Saturn in Sagittarius where everyone's really fixated on like their beliefs and what they believe to be true. And that becomes geared towards politics or religion or just make these major Sagittarius themes. And we're having to kind of like break free from that and see from multiple perspectives. And it's also a reason why things are so confusing right now. And it's hard to believe and to know like what to trust, what is truth, what is not truthful, you know, and it's becoming so unclear and even more confusing. And um, it's just given the time and we have another year of this kind of confusion you know, and kind of breaking free from like what we believe to be so solid and true. And so, um, yeah, we're, we're seeing that and it's going to happen. The square, um, it's kind of in and out of being tight. And what that means is like planets are always moving, right. And some move quicker than others. And it means that the square will become exact three times and then it will kind of open to um, wider orbs, which means that energy is still very much influencing throughout the years, but there'll definitely be times of the year where it gets really tight and more intense. And so we see that February 17th, we see that um, June 14th, and then we see that on... state makes me so sad so I'm like no not around Christmas but on Christmas Eve so on the 24th of December so these are definitely dates to just look out for where there's going to definitely be some just erratic energy um and a lot of that is because so much has changed politically everything has flipped and we definitely aren't a more um liberal um 
you know, we have more, everything's more liberal this year. So we're going to see massive changes to what has been. Um, there's definitely going to be this like fighting of the old, you know, and those who are going to resist. And one thing that's really interesting about Saturn is it just, um, it just transited into the sign of Aquarius and Aquarius rules humanitarian efforts, it rules community, it rules science and technology. And one thing that happened the lot when Saturn first went into Aquarius before it retrograded, it went into Aquarius. And at that time it was March of last year. And at the same time as when California created its first mandate that people had to stay home. And then that kind of, you know, sparked across the country. And then we had mandates to stay home. And so that was restrictions put on us, right? So we just don't know what's going to happen, you know, but I definitely sense that there is going to be restrictions in some shape, way, shape or form. There's going to be a lot of rebellion. There's going to be unexpected, shocking events and just a lot of breaking down of what's needing to kind to be released, you know, what's needing to transform in this country. Hmm. I mean, I think I mean, thank you for sharing all of that. It's like, I know that's a lot to digest. I wrote down those dates. I was like, okay, I'm going to need to sure. like when things are feeling weird, I'm like, oh yeah. Cause there's something going on in our universe. But I think like to your point, you know, it's, it's go- like, you know, this year might be challenging, but I think like the breakdown of the conditioning and the norms and the beliefs that are not our own. Um, we have to have a breakdown to have a breakthrough. So like, you know, it's when we're listening to what is, you know, being predicted this year, not to lose hope and knowing that like things will get better. It might just be in this place of unpredictability, unknown change, intensity, restriction before it gets better. And like, I think you know, bring it back to what I was saying in the beginning. It's just learning how to like go through those waves, knowing that like, we're going to be okay. It's like, we make that choice to like suffer from the changes and the restrictions and whatever else goes on, or we can still be emotionally uncomfortable, but we don't have to suffer through it. And it's like kind of like having those practices. So I'm curious about the new moon. That's, that's a come in. Tell me about this new moon and tell me some, like some practices that would be helpful. Yeah. So this new moon is in Capricorn and it's conjunct Pluto. Typically new moons are exciting because it's a time to set intentions, right? It's when the sky is dark, you can't see the light of the moon um, or the light of the sun being reflected in the moon. It's, it's a time to like where it's fertile ground where you plant seeds, right? And then, then, and then over six months, those seeds come to fruition. But what's interesting about this full moon, this new moon is that it's conjunct Pluto. I talked a little bit about Pluto. The US has its Pluto return, but Pluto is very much about like shadow work. All right. It's like facing the stuff that is like, that we've like repressed in the psyche. It's facing the stuff that needs to be broken down. And so we're, we're going through, yes, we're seeing this breakdown in our country, but we're also having our own personal experiences with these planets and the energies, right. And how they manifest for ourselves, but it's about shedding. It's about purging. Um, but it's also about regeneration and power and empowerment, right? So, you know, um, the highest expression of Pluto is the Phoenix rising from the ashes. It's like the Phoenix that has gone through that intensity. And it's like, 
and it's just allowed itself to like burn in that fire, you know, of regeneration. And then it rises even more powerful than before, you know, into a new expression. So this new moon, I, you know, it's very particular to each person's like chart and where they have Capricorn in the chart and what planets and stuff. And um, beyond Capricorn, any of the cardinal planets of Aries, Cancer and Libra. But so I would just say like, trust what's coming up for you. And if there is more shadow, like if you do feel more um, intense or emotional, just know that that's exactly where you're supposed to be. Um, If you're feeling more empowered um, to, you know, really set really intentional goals for, you know, Capricorn rules, like career and um your aspirations and all of that and like your vocation and what you're striving for and what you're like driven to build in your life like that's also a great place to be but allow just whatever your process is wherever you fall in the spectrum to just be like that um and to find an inner sense of stability which is really hard to do but we build the skills to do that right so even if the ground below us seems like shaky or it's And um, with that, with the Pluto, it's like kind of that breaking down of what's old or what's needing to be shed. So you don't really feel like you have a solidness to stand on. Um, It's like going in and finding that inner stability, you know, like going in and like trusting your process, conversing with your inner authority, because we all have that like wise inner authority um, within us that we can like, you know, look to for like wise counsel, you know, and allow what is being asked of you to be shed to shed it, you know, and make an intention to do that and then set intentions accordingly, you know, what feels right for you to set intentions? Um, what are you wanting to create in your life? Because Capricorn is very ambitious. It's driven. It's, you know, it wants to, it's persistent. And so we're, we're cultivating more of these qualities to achieve our goals, you know, um, and knowing that it takes time and to take rest, you know, um, this, like I said, this year, like we're moving through those intense fire years of like transformation, right? Like we are in the midst of the shedding and then, you know, the fire and then the eventual rising of the ashes, like the Phoenix. Definitely. I would just tune in and do, I mean, you know, there's, there's so many ways to, and so many different forms to find those tools of inner stability, whether it's like, you know, a mind body practice or gets you more like centered in your body, you know? So even if like, there's so much chaos in the world, you can go inside and feel like that stability within your own temple. So a meditation practice, a yoga practice, any form of exercise, you know, and, and also like seeking support and counsel, like from therapists, coaches, you know, seeking that, that support, the creating a structure for yourself with community. And I think that's really important because it's a scary time in the world and it's, and you want to find people who feel like you can be, um, that aren't going to drain you, who aren't going to like depletely deplete you or distract you from what you're trying to cultivate. It's like, you want people who you can build like a web of support, you know? Mm, I love that. I think when things around you feel chaotic or you feel like things are spiraling, always that practice of finding stillness and going inward, like no matter what, like that's your home, like no matter what's going on around you and you can't control the only thing in those moments you can control is like how you show up for yourself. So I think that that's beautiful, um, 
point to touch on, especially when it comes to like this new moon and setting intentions. Um, yeah. And like using this time this week to really get clear on what it is that we need to let go of. And it might be some things from 2020. It might be things from before, but just kind of giving that space of whatever comes up. I love that you said that it's like, whatever comes up is what's supposed to come up. Like no longer do we need to push down those beliefs and push down. Like we need to, we need to clear out the cobwebs. We need to get rid of it. We got to purge make way for the new, the transformation that is coming um, collectively, but also on an individual level. Yeah. I just encourage people to be safe no matter what they do. You know, I, you know, without predicting things, I foresee more protests and more stuff in the future like that. And just really be safe. You know, I had a conversation with a friend earlier about how that the secret service got gathered all this information that there's more attack. They had, these people had planned more attacks for the future. Right. And one of them being around inauguration day and all this stuff and the days they chose and the astrology that lines up with it, it's just insane. So it's like, we just need to be careful because it's like, what, what was happening last year? Protests are just going up. You know, the intensity is just going up. And I don't say that to scare people, but I say it to be careful and to be safe because the level of unpredictability that this year, that this, this energy is percolating through this year is just, you just don't know, you know, and you don't want to put yourself in harm's way. Mm, Yeah. That's a, a very good point. Like being safe and just being aware. Like, I know you're not doing it to scare anyone, but it is just like having awareness of like things might just be getting started right now yeah. and just finding that um, groundedness in, in yourself for sure. I think that that's huge. Um, we'll, we'll get through it. We'll, we'll get through it um, stronger together. Hopefully we can all come together and be there, especially as a community. This is definitely, like you said, the time to like, if we're feeling a certain way to speak up, ask for help, mm-hmm. like know that you're not alone, know that there's nothing wrong with you. You know, like, I think that that is so important. And as I was doing like visualization and vision work, you know, I had these different thoughts of like my word of the year, but then the word that really just keeps coming back is community and connection. And it's like beyond like connection is in our DNA. Like we need connection to survive. Um, That is like how we got to this point as a species. So I think just being able to speak up and ask and request and be there is so important. So I'm a part of that resource. Katie's a part of that resource and like we will get through this together thank you so much for your time thank you for this sweet little update if um people want to know more you have to you have to follow katie she has all different types of updates and always spot on like i read her stuff i'm like oh my gosh this is totally speaking to me right now so make sure you check out her instagram and you can get your um, chart read which i did so i was like oh i bet my like wherever Capricorn falls in my house. Like, I feel like I'm on the like goal, like aspiration driven side, right? Right now. Like I like feel that. So I was like, Oh, I should go back and look at my chart. Absolutely. So interesting. Like it was so interesting, like makes so much sense, like energetically. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that is that. So make sure you check her out and what else? Oh, I am hosting a virtual vision board 
visualization, vision quest. I like to call it thanks to Sheena Jean. I love the idea of a vision quest because that's what it is. I'm hosting that um, virtually on January 30th. So if you want to learn a little bit about visualization, manifestation, law of attraction, and have time to work on your vision and vision board for 2021, I got you. There's a link in the bio. You can go ahead and sign up for that. It's going to be so fun. And yeah, that's it, my friend. Thank you so much for being here, Katie. And thank you for listening. And remember to love yourself, own your happiness, and let your light shine because you're so worthy of it, my friend. Catch you next time.